with two little words. What are you talking about? We, what are you talking about? The what are you talking about? We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's We The People Podcast, and it's your boy, Diggs. What up, everybody? RJ. Hope y'all are having a great day. Yep, yep. All right, so what do we got going on? There's a lot of shit always, but what is the start off here? All right, so we're going to get into um, COVID. This week has been a little interesting. Some okay. of the stuff that's come out and some of the things that have happened. We're going to get into the World Economic Forum and the Green New Deal agenda and the things that are happening currently in, in regards mm-hmm. to that. And then if we had time, hopefully we get into what's going on with uh, China, you know, the people that China. are trying to kill us and people don't even realize it. But yep. so um, anyway. You know how we are. We like to, if we can, you know, and we don't always get opportunities like this. But when we can, we like to start start the show off on a, uh, how can you say, a light foot. A f- mm. Give you guys a little something to laugh at a before lowering. we get into the meats and potatoes. So Meats and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's your thing. Uh, listen, <laughs> you got to give them the little appetizer y'all going to enjoy before we get to the full course. So this week, Joe Biden, Jill, if you guys didn't get that, Jill Biden was, um, it looked like she was going to a restaurant or a venue of some sort. And as she's leaving the SUV to go in, she gets heckled by people that are standing nearby. Because, you know, they have it barricaded. She's a first lady, so they have to set up a perimeter. So they're all standing at the perimeter and they start heckling her. Oh, right, yeah. i seen that, right? Yo, her response. Let's play the clip and then we'll talk about it because this, oh, man. So this is Jill Biden, guys, getting heckled. Husband's the worst president we ever had. After he says that, she waves at him and goes, thank you. (laughs) I can't tell if she's being a smart ass or she's just that much of an airhead. Because I think it's more her. She's like Kamala in her. (laughs) You know? I think that's her trying to keep the peace and keep it moving. Yeah, I guess. She's saying thank you, and as soon as he goes, you owe me gas money, <laughs> she rolls out. <laughs> Dipped. Damn. Like, yo, so if you guys didn't um, watch that yet, if you're listening, go on Rumble. You can watch the clip. The guy telling you, <laughs> your husband is the worst president in the history of our country. And she's like, thank you. <laughs> like they don't ever get greeted with kindness anywhere oh, they go. Well, how can they? When well, they're, what I'm they're legitimately like, destroying the country and they're telling you they are. Like the most popular president ever. Yeah, eighty. this is what 81 million votes looks like. Everywhere he goes, <laughs> man. So, oh, man. But, um, so... Interesting turn of events, though, this week. Our man Joe, you know, working hard, 
in Saudi Arabia getting embarrassed by the oil tycoons and the prince of Saudi Arabia. Right, right, right. You know, he worked so hard, he caught COVID. Yeah. Oh, yep. Man, poor Joe. Um, uh, but triple vaxxed? Or is he quadruple? No, he's got I think he's all. quadruple vaxxed, actually. He's got them all. And apparently right now he's using a newer drug. Uh, the the pill or something that they just came out with. So, man, that if he's really getting at all this stuff, my man's loaded. <laughs> he's a Pfizer ad just himself. Yeah, seriously. So he's quadruple vaxxed. He's at least. And he, he still got COVID. Yeah, yeah. Now, guys, I don't know about you, but when something doesn't work after you've taken it four times, right. there might be a problem. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, but, but the symptoms weren't bad because of all the vaccines. It's like, well, then it's not a vaccine, first off. Mm -hmm. If you're going to continue to get it after you get vaccinated, it's not a fucking vaccine. Yeah. Well, we already know they changed the definition to Yeah, um, but see that and that's crazy. Like like they're changing the definitions of this shit because they want to keep the lie going. Oh, you know I know. I mean? That's like it's sick, bro. It is. It really is. So and on top of that, you mm. know, because you like I said we're guys, we're talking about COVID now. Because for some reason it's starting to rear its ugly head again, apparently. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> we had a study that came out and pretty much it was uh how can you say pretty disgusting the mask they sent out and had bacteria studies done on the mask and um I'll just read you a paragraph from this article, guys. You can go on our Facebook or our other social media platforms and read this. Yeah, I haven't heard this um, one yet. I'll read the paragraph here. So it says a new study published in the scientific reports, cultured bacteria and fungi from both sides of the mask mm. that were worn by 109 medical, medical school volunteers. The findings weren't very surprising, but they also weren't pretty. It turns out 99% of the samples had bacterial colonies growing on the inside of the mask. Mm. That's disgusting. Yep. And 94% of them had it on the outside. Now, what about fungus? 79% of the samples had it on the inside and 95% on the outside. Several of the bacteria were potentially dangerous stuff, such as Staphylococcus aureus, Bacillus cereus, Staphylococcus. Cere I can't even. That's they were speaking yeah. in tongues and shit. Like yeah, yeah so <laughs> Pseudomonas. So I'm assuming these are really nasty bacterial growths, and this is what they're finding when they're sending these masks out just to see what accumulates when you wear these things now i don't know about you but that's pretty freaking disgusting mm. and the fact that they're trying to push for mask mandates again yeah and people are still wearing these bacteria traps on their face you know they definitely don't care about us for no, sure and like, this is definitely has nothing to do with caring about us it's so insane that they are really starting to shit back up Oh like in schools God, too man. on the west coast 
Like, bro, I, that really? doesn't surprise. The West Coast is like super freaking liberal, bro. Unfortunately, like Oregon, um, maybe I don't know about Washington State. Washington? But, uh, what you talking about woke wise? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Washington my, is and Portland, okay, yeah, so Oregon. Pretty much, yeah, so yeah. pretty much the whole West yep. Coast is woke territory. Yep. So yeah, that honestly doesn't surprise me one bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, but guys, this is come like, on, though. You know, like, over time, this is why it's important to do real science, not uh, follow our science. It's like no, over time, you're gonna have random um, investment companies, universities. Um, scientists all doing their own independent research and studies and releasing it for peer review and as it comes out more and more it's starting to show that these masks are more harmful than they are helpful yeah. so the fact that we're seeing a push from the left to try to bring this back tells me only one two things one they don't care about anybody but themselves. Mm. And two, the only reason I can see them needing a mask mandate push is because they want to do riots and looting in big cities again. Mm. And if there's a mask mandate in place, then they can use that as a reason to hide their faces and stuff like that. Maybe. So it's, it's those are the it. only two things I can see as to why they would want to push this. Because from a scientific standpoint, there's no logic behind it. Right. I guess they want to see if the fear can can, can, can continue. Woo. Fear can continue. And um, I mean, plus there's money in masks, right? I mean, that manufacture a lot. of. I mean, emotions. it's like a whole industry around COVID. And now, it's just so. odd that the climate change people are pushing that because there's mass all over. In the ocean and just everywhere, it's a disaster. Oh, dude, it's it's crazy. But speaking it? of, uh, I just real quick, speaking of new studies, did you hear the one about um? They just recently found that like mental issues, depression, and mental health and all, uh, doesn't come from a chemical imbalance. That it has nothing is, to do with your serotonin levels. That is a study that was just recently released. Yeah. Yes, they're saying it's more trauma related, like actual events in your life, something that's actually happened to you. So all this prescription medicine they've been pushing There's hasn't nothing. made anything better. Yeah, if anything, depression has gotten worse in younger kids as as the years have gone on. Yeah, well, since they started handing these out antidepressants, yeah, that makes they, sense. they mask it. It doesn't work. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It makes sense because the medicine just essentially just like numbs them. Yeah, that's it, it doesn't change the problems that they're facing or the issues that they went through. Right. You know, it just numbs them to not have emotions. Mm -hmm. So in the long run, those emotions are always going to return. Yeah. You know, another... we talked about this in the prior episode yeah. about yeah. mental um, yeah. health. Right. You know, like we can coddle, we can shove pills down the throats, but at the right. end of the day, if the problem is still there, or they were never helped or taught how to cope with the trauma that they faced. Mm -hmm. They're always going to face it. Right. You know, and. Well, yeah, that's so what I'm saying. I mean, I, I want to wait and see what more comes from that study. Right. Because it's such a, um, how can I say this? A 180 from what 
everybody was told for so long. This would change the perception of psychology. Yeah. If it proves to be accurate. Yeah. And that's a massive. Honestly, does it open up for lawsuits for people that were put on this crap when at the end of the day, did they know this the whole time? Has this been a money play? I. there's so many angles here, right. like just like the mass shootings and stuff. It's normally younger, demented young men, mm-hmm. and they've probably been on Adderall and a bunch of other shit. Yep. I mean, or whatever the and, downers are. Yeah. Like, you young know. boys. Young boys are are more prescribed to these things than girls, right? I mean, I have honestly, I couldn't even. I don't know the statistic on that. So I yeah, oh, I don't know. The, no, no. I, I'm just saying for personal experience. Uh, I don't ever remember yeah. too many girls being prescribed to Adderall, Ritalin, and stuff like that. But I knew a ton okay. of boys who were. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? And okay. all it does is take away like your boyhood, the hyperness, and all the you know you're yeah. kind of like. Yeah, like, yeah, I know somebody who was saying, on it, and down. it's like, like he's like, oh, I, I, I take it because I'm too hyper. My parents give me because I'm too hyper. Like you're a fucking kid. Yeah. And back then, I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, you're on Adderall. <laughs> cool, cool. But now I'm like, just because he was too hyper, like he's he's a young man. Yeah. Anyway, know, move. Let's move on. Move yeah, on. So, I mean, we can go on here for hours about the pharmaceutical industry yeah. and the foul yeah, play that's trash. been going on, like with the lobbying in Congress. Yeah. Listen, the thing is, we got to stay on track, and yeah, yeah, there's gotta, so many things that we moving. could branch off and talk about, and you know. It would be beneficial if we got down to the super finite details, but that's where we feel like it just bores you know you guys, the audience. Right, right. You know, if you want to know and you guys want to learn, what a whole the, episode on Big Pharma, bro. Like we never did that actually. I know. Maybe we should. We should. Maybe it's fucking yeah. wild, bro. But that can get into <laughs> all of it, the well, trans stuff and all of it. You know what? Just because we are talking about pharma, let's talk about one of the biggest owners of the pharmaceutical industry. And that is BlackRock. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. This put a smile on my face only because I hate these people with utter disdain. Mm. Like, I have a true... Um, how can I say this? I don't want to say hatred because I feel like that's reserved for very special things. But I have a very, very, very strong disdain for this organization called BlackRock. Yeah. So in the last six months, due to the economic uh, pressures of the Federal Reserve raising the interest rates, causing a ripple effect in all the markets throughout the world, BlackRock, it took a $1.7 trillion loss. In the last six months, bro. And that's just across the board with every, yep. everything combined, All their assets I guess. between right, right. everything. Mm. So, you know, it's it also probably had a lot to do with their ESG. Mm-hmm. Their ESG system started to, like, collapse. You know, Sri Lanka, anybody? You yeah, know, right. We went over yeah. that. You guys saw the video. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so... Because of that, the ESG market was falling apart, and BlackRock has a lot invested in there. You know, ESG is a scam. I'm just going to say it. It's yeah, a scam, it is and a it's scam. a way it's to, try to control corporations and small businesses. Yeah, it's a 100% scam. Yeah. So 
this put a smile on my face. Yeah. Now, I don't know if the little guys in the country are essentially invested in BlackRock, but the only thing that sucks about that is people's pension funds and retirement funds are tied in to BlackRock, mm -hmm. whether they know it or not. A lot of people probably don't even know that their retirement funds are in BlackRock or Vanguard. Mm. Two people right now investing in into the destruction of our country. Right. You know. Again, <laughs> Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, has been a board member of the World Economic Forum oh, yeah. for a long time. He's a big part. He's of that. a very big player. Yeah. Like yeah. when Klaus Schwab says we need to have a meeting, he's yeah, one he's, of the people that gets yeah. called. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So it's a bittersweet moment because I feel bad for the people invested, and they might have lost money in their retirements. You got to know like who that. you invest in, too. But exactly, know who that's you where in. I kind of go. Mm, maybe I don't feel that bad. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, I know, you know? but because it's hard times right now, you don't want anybody to lose money right, on right. any investments, you know. But when it comes to BlackRock, like seriously, Larry Frank, f you, bro. Mm. Seriously, like. That's the nicest way I can say it because I'm trying to keep it somewhat family friendly. Fuck you, Larry. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, all right. We're about to go to break here in a little bit. So I just want to touch on this topic a little mm -hmm. bit because the video we're going to play with you for you guys at oh, break right. is going to um, further solidify that the Democrats and lobbying groups in this country have an agenda to attack our Second Amendment right. Absolutely. Um, we have Representative, um, give me a second here, Massey, in Congress while they're trying to pass this bill to ban um, assault weapons again. Assault they want to bring back the old assault ban. Weapons. On assault weapons, yeah, assault weapons, you know. By the way, guys, a fork is technically an assault fork. All you mm. gotta do is put some cool designs on it. Mm. <laughs> For real. So, it just depends on how you, if you use the fork to eat, it's just a fork. If you use right. the fork to try to stab someone, yeah. now it's an assault fork. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> See how quickly yeah. that changed? So <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. Could so. We had Representative Massey pretty much as soon as the Democrats were done obliterate their entire argument. Like, you guys are a bunch of clowns. You have no idea what you're talking about at all. Like, dude, he goes into such a good um, presentation and he goes through and shows you all the different guns that are actual guns of war, like the military and governments use these guns mm. and they're not being banned. Right. But yet this assault weapon is because it's right. all fancy. Right, right. So when we get back from break, yeah, we'll talk it. about it more. He yields back right. for our purposes the gentleman from Kentucky seek recognition. I move to strike the last word. Gentleman's recognized. This, this bill is unserious and unconstitutional. But let me, we'll get into the unconstitutionality of it later during the debate as we offer amendments. But let me talk about the unseriousness of it. 
And some of what I'm about to show you may come as a surprise to the other side of the aisle. And you may want to go back and, and redraft it again, I don't know. But the 1994 to 2004 so-called assault weapons ban banned firearms by cosmetics and by name, much the same as this bill does, cosmetics and by name, without regard for the actual lethality of the firearm. And what happened between 94 and 2004 is the manufacturers, within a year or two, just changed the, the names and the designs of the firearms so that by 1996, they were making them all again. And then by 2004, there were at least twice as many of these types of firearms in circulation as there were before the ban. So I don't know how you make the argument that, this, that the 94 to 2004 ban reduced crime because, because it reduced the number of assault weapons, so-called, because it didn't reduce Gentlemen the Gentlemen, yield for a second? Um, uh, Just for a second. I will, I will here in a little bit. I need, I've got some other points I need to make. So the other side of the aisle says, this bill will ban weapons of war. Really? Will it? Let's look at the exempted list. You guys might want to get out the bill and check this. It exempts the M1 Garand. I'm going to read you. So you can still, after this bill passes, you can own an actual weapon of war. What they're calling weapons of war are not weapons of war. They're, they're sporting rifles, but what they're not banning are the actual weapons of war. The M1 Garand is not banned by this bill. And in a letter to General Campbell from General Patton, General Patton says, in my opinion, the M1 rifle is the greatest battle implement ever devised. Guess what? Not banned in this bill. The actual weapon of war. What else is it banned in this bill? The quintessential Chinese army weapon of war. The SKS is not banned by your bill. Very charitable to allow people to own this piece of Cold War history. Uh, here's the Chinese army practicing drills with one of the weapons they're most, proudest of, most proud of, which is the SKS, not banned in this bill. An actual weapon of war. The bill does ban sporting firearms, though. What do we have here? Well, the gun they're primarily going after in this bill is the AR-type firearm, which stands for Armalite, not assault rifle. It shoots this cartridge, 223. It was designed so that it was lighter weight. And it, frankly, it's not even suitable. I mean, some people use it to deer hunt, but it's not the preferred caliber for deer hunting. This is the, the uh, cartridge that is used by the M1 Grand, which is not banned by this bill. It's many times, many times more powerful. Let's, let's talk about another weapon of war. What do we have here? This is Iwo Jima. This is the, the M1 carbine, also not banned by this bill. A technical, literal weapon of war. Yes, they're over there whispering to themselves, oh my gosh, why didn't we ban that? Why didn't we think to ban that? Because you're not banning weapons of war. You're banning the most commonly sold sporting rifle in the United States right now. 
You're not banning weapons of war. If you were, if you were serious about it, you would ban the quintessential Chinese weapon of war. You would ban the rifle that Patton, General Patton, described as the, as the finest battle implement ever devised. You would ban it, but you're not. And you would ban the, the M1 carbine that was used to take Iwo Jima, but you're not. You're not banning weapons of war. You're banning firearms that law-abiding people who are just exercising their Second Amendment rights go out and, and buy and purchase every day and use to defend their families. Would the gentleman now yield? And, and with that, I yield back. Would the gentleman yield? I'll, I'll yield to the chairman, and I would love it if Thank he could you. tell I, us why he didn't ban weapons of war in a bill that's supposed uh, to I just want I just want to point out that whatever the uh, weaknesses of the 90, 1994 bill, um, gun deaths went down by 25% promptly, and when the bill was allowed to lapse, they went right back up. It's, and if I may respond to that, Mr. Chairman, uh, if they went down, which they probably did because crime overall went down during that period, it wasn't because the number of assault rifles went down. They actually went up from 94 to 2004. I yield back. We back. What up, everybody? Hope you enjoyed the clip. Yep. So what you think, bro? I think that was one of the best arguments I've ever heard. I mean, awesome, he like, it? it was it was he got them so good that he started laughing while he was talking. Because it's just like, <laughs> but dude, I love how he called him out. He's like, "Look, they're whispering over there. Like, what did we think of that?" <laughs> so, so right there, people, like, the, don't you see that this is just a game for them? Yes, it's, that's a good like, way it's to put not, it. It's just it's a game. Man. Yep. So, I just thought that was interesting, and I, I thought everybody would enjoy that, especially for our, you know, pro-constitutionalist and pro-2A oh, yeah. uh, group in the um, in the podcast, so, which is probably like all of you, so mm. I would assume. Yeah, I would least. imagine. <laughs> all right, so now, <sighs> we just covered BlackRock, and we covered the... Um, Democrat agenda to attack our two way, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they want to strip us of our ARs to weaken our ability to defend ourselves. Yeah. So it's pretty obvious at this point. Yeah. I, I think you guys just saw it all for yourself. You know, yeah. you guys can actually go buy guns of like, you know, that are used in actual war and that's right. okay. Yeah. But if you want an AR sporting rifle, that's illegal, you know? So. <laughs> ridiculous, bro. So ridiculous. See, <laughs> all right. So, if anything, like more people about to get that M1, dog. That's dude. <laughs> my my boy. If he's listening, if you're listening, yeah. you know who you are. My homie got one. We went out on his boat Word. for a few days, and he brought it with him. Oof. That gun is a beast, bro. Oh man, that gun is so accurate but so powerful mm. and it's not even um realistic in a actual war fight like if you're going short uh distance it's not realistic right because okay. the best way i can explain it it has the accuracy of an ar but it shoots like a shotgun like it's so strong oh, the, the recoil okay. So you have to shoot long distance with it, cause like if you're trying to do rapid fire with it, no way, right? No, you're you're gonna obliterate your shoulder. Yeah. By the time you're done mm. one mag of like I think it holds five rounds, 
you're gonna feel like you just rapid fired a freaking shotgun. Mm. So like, I shot one, um, one magazine, and my shoulder was like, "Yo, <laughs> hey, calm down, bro." Yeah, yeah, like yeah, chill. <laughs> so, but they they are legit. Yeah, like that gun that will kill you, like yeah. without a shadow of a doubt. Like mm. that is why it's a weapon of war. But anyway, mm. so. We had this week Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, coming out and saying that they want to end private car ownership. Yeah. Now, I wonder Scary. why that is. You know, Green New Deal, Great Reset. I don't know. Maybe something along those lines. Yeah. If you guys something don't know what we're that. talking about, we've only done no. like over and over. <laughs> it's, well, it's, the thing is, it's an ongoing uh, it's thing. Ongoing. It's not. Yes. It's yes. not like something that's happened, and we're just discussing it like it's a history. Like it's actually still ongoing. Yeah. Right, you know what right. I mean? So that's why we're constantly talking about it because we're literally in the midst of it. Mm. Honestly, yeah, we that's are. the craziest part. Like mm -hmm. we were at the point where we were talking about it. Now we're actually in, in it. In it, we're in it. So sure. you have that. And then, you know, you have the Biden administration, like, he, they, uh, what was it, two, no, what episode, do you remember where we covered where Biden was openly admitting, had to be like five or six episodes by now, I would imagine. What? Well, uh, the clip what? where Biden's admitting that we're transitioning uh, from oil. Yeah, it has to at least be six episodes <clears throat> ago, like. Yeah, so yeah, a couple months. Yeah, well, we'll replay the clip here real fast. It's only a couple seconds, just so you guys can yeah, watch. Yeah. You know, again, so you don't have to go back. So this is Joe Biden talking about transitioning us from oil. So there we go. So here we go. When it comes to the gas prices, uh, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place, that God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger and the world will be stronger and less relying on fossil fuels when this is over. Okay, so the, for the people that didn't see it in prior episodes, there's Biden, again, admitting that they are doing this on purpose. They are mm -hmm. trying to transition us. Now, here's what I found pretty interesting that I completely dis didn't even think of. Here's a video... Of when Trump and Biden were debating. Oh, and he said it. He said that he yeah. would transition yeah. us. So let's let's watch this clip and see how that looks. Would he close it's down false. the oil industry? Would you close it's down the oil industry? By the way, I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would transition. There you have it, guys. I remember him. Because I remember Trump saying, oh, that's a big statement. Yeah, like, that's guys, a big statement. And think about this. So. Biden has been telling us yeah. this is what he's going to do. Yeah. And in the midst of that whole debate, because it was so crazy, that debate was awesome. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. Trump oh, yeah. destroyed him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> but I complete, completely overlooked him saying that. Yeah. And then he wins the presidency, and then he's like, hey. Yep. We're going to do this. And then you see gas go up. All this stuff happening that they're attacking our gas and oil industry on purpose. Now, on top of that, here's the part that pisses me off. Our reserve, our petroleum reserve for our country 
is at the lowest level it's been since 1985. He keeps bro. on giving it away. That's what's pissing me off. He just gave more off. away. Something yeah. Like, like another like 100 million or something like that. Well, they they sent another million barrels to China. It went from 5 million to 6 million barrels now. Mm. And then we're still sending the oil off to other countries like yeah. Europe and things of that nature. But since 19, our reserves have not been this low since 1985, guys. That's what? 15, 22, 37 years. 37 years our oil reserves have never been this low. Mm. That is crazy. Again, another thing showing you they're attacking our oil industry and our dependency on the oil industry before we're ready for the transition mind you this is all before we're even ready for all this yeah yeah that's why it's such a bad thing and it's such a problem you know now the funny part is you had biden also praising gm that they're doing such a good job with their electric vehicles and that you know, everybody should start looking into GM electric vehicles. You it's know, so crazy, yo. Like completely dismissing <laughs> Tesla, like so fucked up, dog. Like well, he's number one, and you're just gonna act like he's not there anymore because he's not on your side with shit. I mean, when you're putting memes up of a guy <laughs> <laughs> in the military with a bunch of cameras yeah. saying Hunter Biden when he's buying yeah. crack and hookers. Well, fuck. <laughs> and then you yeah. tweet it out yeah. and you go A plus for cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think Joe's going to like you very much. <laughs> but that's so good. Like, like, oh, but God, nobody's, nobody's paying attention to GMEVs, bro. It's well, all Tesla. It's all here, Tesla, bro. Here's the craziest part. He did that, and then GM, G, uh, GM's like, all right, we're going to be moving our jobs to Mexico now. Yeah. Like, yeah. hold on, what? So you promote them, and then you move the jobs out of the country? Man, Obama much? Whew. Jeez, I feel like I'm living through a third term of Obama mm. on steroids. People loved Obama. Mm, yeah. And they don't even know why, but they don't know why. <laughs> they never knew why. He was cool. Yeah. And, and the rappers liked him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, guys, all right, all right, here we go. And then here's the cherry on all of it. Mind you, this is real because I've had multiple people on my Facebook post that they're getting test drives. And a guy at my job, because I'm in the trucking industry, a guy at my job one of my supervisors was given a Ford F-150 electric truck to test drive, to give feedback. Mm -hmm. So Ford came out this week and said that they're going to be cutting 8,000 jobs Mm -hmm. so they can put the money towards pushing their EV agenda. Mm -hmm. Ain't that interesting. So, You have big companies all more than likely have a large majority of their stocks owned by BlackRock or Vanguard. And now all Mm. of a sudden, they're all pushing EVs extra hard at the cost of us, the people. 
you know, jobs lost, jobs going to Mexico, you know, if you can't afford gas, go buy an electric car, you dummy, duh. Yeah, that's, that's how they're all acting, <laughs> that's how they're all acting, it's fucking you crazy, You know, you bro. can't afford $5 in gas, but you sure as hell can go get a Tesla. Right, like, what the fuck? <laughs> so stupid, man. So, that, that, that goes to show you, they're not talking to you. Yes. They're not talking to you. They yep. don't care about you. Nope. They care about the agenda. They, guys, listen. The, how can I say, the powers that be, Trump forced their hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys really need to understand why you're seeing everything in such a rapid fashion. Like, it seems like every time we're coming on this episode, it's like, Guys, we have this as a, like the it's a laundry list of things, yeah, and it's only been a few days, right? The reason that's happening, guys, is because Trump set things up while he had four years to set them back so far mm-hmm. that now they're trying to play catch up. Oh, yeah, he made and, he made half the country pay attention. Yeah, it, well, not pay attention. Well, yes. Yeah, well, yeah it, yes. I never did I, yeah. until him. The thing no is, idea. he showed everybody what was possible, mm. what was achievable. Mm. And, and now, them. because we know what is possible and achievable, because we already mm. did it, mm-hmm. now you're seeing this agenda being pushed from a certain organization, a yep. group of people, and it's obvious now because you're like, wait, what we had was working, yeah. And what you're doing is actually hurting us. Oh yeah, it's destroying. And us. then you're telling us that you're gonna do it anyway, yeah. Because they, they know they're losing the narrative. That's oh, the absolutely. best way to put it. Yeah. Like Diggs has been saying in prior the last few episodes, we're all catching on. Yeah, we are. And because the fact that we're catching on, they need to go faster. Yep. And. What did I tell you guys in prior episodes? The boil frog approach. Mm-hmm. If you put a frog in water and you leave them in there and you put it on low heat and you just leave it there, the frog will not jump out because the frogs, the way their chemistry is built, they adapt to their surroundings. So by putting it on low heat, you can boil the frog alive mm-hmm. because they'll just sit there until they're fucking stupid yeah well they don't know no, no, because know, their body's adapting to well, the temperature right and that's the same thing with the people they don't realize they're being manipulated and and, and exactly. being, being told to believe this thing and that they yep. end up believing like so, wholeheartedly so like, what they were doing they were doing that with obama yeah. it all started with obama yes Guys, it did and when i say yes, it, it started did. with obama yes it it's did. because i look at the money okay um trump all he did was come over to the stove and turn the flame up extra hard. Yeah. And we were like, what, 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 what's that? Right. And then we jumped out the water. And when we jumped out the water, we realized we were in a sushi bar. And we're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, these people plan on eating me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Bro, you're right. Like, you're Obama, <laughs> Obama. I mean, Obama. ISIS, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, all this shit was it, Bro, it started getting money. radicalized because of Obama. That all that shit started trans stuff. All of it started back with him. Yep. Bro, even look at the money, bro. It took us 95 years to accumulate 10 trillion in debt. Mm. 
He was in there for eight years and we doubled the debt. He spent $10 trillion in eight years, bro. Yeah. And it took us 95 before to get to that point. So it's been, guys, this has been going on for a long time. So, all right. So that was just to prove to you guys that there is a clear cut green, uh, green, green New Deal agenda and World Economic Forum and the consequences are starting to uh, rear their heads. Yeah. The job losses, the jobs going out of the country. These are all real things that are happening. This isn't conspiracy theories. This isn't nope. hearsay. This stuff is actually happening and people's lives are being affected. This is why it's so important that you don't have World Economic Forum and BlackRock entities controlling companies like this because then people don't know what to do where are these people gonna go get a job are they supposed to pick up and leave and go find something else like right. like it's not that easy especially yeah. the way the the job market is starting to turn yep you know so it, it's just at this point it's getting ridiculous it is so um oh man yeah it's bad man everything is bad all right, so we got a couple minutes here. If you guys want, let's let's cover the China stuff a little bit because I was going to get into some January 6th stuff, but I feel like the China stuff is more important. So a couple things going on in regards to China. I'm going to try to be brief but detailed as much as possible for you guys. Um, first things first, we have Trump was right yet again. Always. He wanted to ban Huawei from the United States because he felt that they had ulterior motives to um, siphon information or try to, you yeah. know, have Hu ill Huawei? intentions. Yeah, that Huawei. Hu okay. Yeah, Huawei. You guys know that company. You've seen it. Yeah, it's a Chinese, like um, you know, cell phone company, right, things right, like right. that. Yeah, yeah. So come to find out that. Huawei purchased farmland near U.S. military oh, bases, right. and yeah. come to find out that they are capable of disrupting signals and and um, activity. Yep. So pretty much, they were close enough to mess with the government's ability to communicate if they wanted to. So this is why Trump was like. Listen, we need to keep an eye on Huawei and what the hell they're doing. Yeah. And now proof is starting to come out. So that's just another thing, guys. Dude, TikTok is another one, man. Yo, you all know, of they... it's a problem. You said they bought farmland. <laughs> you are yes. not. You should not be able to buy our land, our farmland over here if you're especially a that. Yeah, like, come especially on. that. I don't trust you with my fucking farmland. Yeah. What, 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 what are you talking about? What are you talking about? We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. <laughs> 